Assalamu alaikum, peace be unto you, and welcome to another edition of the Mississippi on the Move podcast. I am your brother Abdul Shaheed Muhammad, and I will be flying solo tonight as my brother and friend, Brother Kenneth Muhammad, is on the road this week. Please allow me to begin in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. I bear witness to the oneness of God, the oneness of His prophets, the oneness of the messages that were revealed through them to the whole of humanity. 
we bear witness to the oneness of God and we make no distinction between any of his prophets. We do not argue over the names by which the divine creator is known because as spiritually mature people, we understand that God has made himself known according to the language and culture of the people among whom he raised his prophets, his messengers, and his warners. Please allow me to greet you once again, listening audience, with the greeting words of peace, of assalamu alaikum, and those words mean simply, may peace be unto you. Man, I'm glad to be back once again, back on the Mississippi on the Move podcast. Last week, we patched ourselves in to the elevated places broadcast as they were honoring our dear sister, may Allah be pleased with her student minister, Dr. Ava Muhammad, and we and I thoroughly enjoyed uh, what was presented last Thursday on the Elevated Places uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio broadcast, and we are thankful that we were able to patch you into the broadcast. Uh, tonight we got something special, special, special for those who have tuned in and listening to us this evening. We will be covering this week's Final Call news as we approach the commemoration of the birth anniversary of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, which is October the 7th. And if you've been paying attention, if you've seen the this week's cover of the Final Call newspaper, it's entitled Hail Elijah. Yes, yes, yes. It is the cover story of the Final Call newspaper is really based on a book. And, uh, and I'll let you know who the author is, but it says, Hail Elijah. Not hell, but hail, 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 H-A-I-L, Elijah. Become acquainted with the divine wisdom, guidance, and greatness of the eternal leader of the nation of Islam, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, and understand why you should get to know him. And that's what our program is tonight. We should get to know the most honorable Elijah Muhammad because we have enemies out there that don't want us to know nothing about this man. And he's not the only one. There have been others that they don't want us to know the truth about, but they don't want you to know anything about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. We're going to get to it tonight, brothers and sisters. Once again, thank all of you for taking time out of your schedule to tune in, to listen to us. I got a call right before I came on the air from my, from my brother, Brother Zachary Muhammad. He's like, man, look, how you tune in? How you tune in? So I sent him a quick text on how to download the Podbean app. And he just launched the app and searched for Mississippi on the Move once he gets on and click on the icon and boom, he's listening in. So let me get, as we always do, to our axioms that we like to use to help guide the conversation. And you are certainly welcome to be a part of the conversation. There are those that log on. I will be monitoring uh, your comments uh, as you log on uh, to tonight's podcast. And in a few minutes, I'm going to give the call-in number and make that available to those who would desire to call in to be a part of tonight's discussion as we talk about. Notice I don't say uh, remember, <laughs> but we celebrate and thank Allah for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and I will be giving you uh, in a few minutes, because I don't want you to call in just yet, I will be publishing the call-in number for those who would like to call in 
and uh, be a part of tonight's program and to share your thoughts on the transformative power of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the salvific effect that it has had and continues to have on the lives of those who are students of his teaching and many, many others who are not necessarily in the ranks of the Nation of Islam. But let's get to these axioms right away. Amr Louis Farrakhan said to us, he who gives you the diameter of your knowledge dictates, uh, or excuse me, prescribes for you, excuse me, the circumference of your activity. I'm going to read that again. He who gives you the diameter of your knowledge prescribes for you the circumference of your activity. Mm-hmm. This is why they don't want us to know the man of whom we will talk about this evening, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, because he has certainly expanded, expanded the diameter of knowledge for those who would avail themselves to the magnificent wisdom found in his teaching. And when you expand the diameter of your knowledge of your knowledge with that teaching, then they can prescribe for you the circumference of your activity. The circumference of your activity is being prescribed to you by the divine wisdom of the creator himself. That's why they have not been able to handle the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. Another axiom from him is a slave is one whose power and authority is ruled over by another and whose sphere of freedom is limited according to the wishes of his master. So we've been engaged in what we call liberation struggle. And that presupposes that we are uh, enslaved or in some form of captivity where we have to struggle to get free. Tonight I want to introduce a new axiom from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, himself as well. I really, really like this one because this one, I mean, the wisdom of this one is just magnificent to me. The Honorable Louis Farrakhan said, quote, when you see men fall, don't laugh, learn. He continues, learn because you're on the way up and the things that tempt people to fall, you and I are not free from that temptation nor from the weakness that will cause us to stumble and fall. When you laugh at somebody else's fall, white or black, rich or poor, your enemy or your friend, you're laughing and opening a way for your own demise when you do that. Because to laugh and not learn, to make mockery and not to understand is to make the same mistake yourself. Wow. That's really, really, really a chunk of wisdom that you should take and tuck away in the Rolodex of your consciousness and always remember, because you know how, you know, we, we use the language today about haters. You know, people want to see other people fall. People want to see the demise of people who manifest their brilliance, their gifts, their talents, and they're on top for a while. And, you know, there's always somebody lurking in the background wanting to see that person's demise or that fall and they sometimes break out into laughter at the fall of another. So as the Amber Lewis Farrakhan said so beautifully, when you see men fall, don't laugh, learn, learn. And I want to give you also from our brother and friend Carter G. Woodson, his seminal work, 
miseducation of the Negro. When you control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. You do not have to tell him to go here or yonder. He will find his proper place and will stay in it. You do not need to send him to the back door. He will go without being told. In fact, if there's not a back door, he will cut one for his special benefit. His education makes it necessary. And brothers and sisters, this is why the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that the so-called American Negro must be completely re-educated, as the title of Carter G. Wilson's book states. Once again, thank you all for tuning in, sending shouts out to all of our brothers and sisters in the great state of Mississippi, as far south as down in Hattiesburg, to my dear brother and friend, brother student minister Kazim Muhammad, as we move on up northward to Jackson, Mississippi, where our state student minister is located, and our brother and friend student minister Abram Muhammad, and the believers there, and we're coming on up to Greenville, student minister Larry, and moving over to Greenville, student minister Basil Muhammad, Coming on up to Tupelo, our brother and friend, student minister Conway with the study circle there in Tupelo, Mississippi. And, of course, coming to you live and in living, well, not in living color, but at least live in stereo, in 3D stereo from Holly Springs, Mississippi in the Holly Springs, Mississippi study group with yours truly, brother Abdul Shahid Muhammad, myself, and shout out to the laborers, Holly Springs study group and to the believers thank you all so much for your unwavering support of this podcast just a few announcements getting them out keep your ears open this friday we will be tuning in to a national broadcast friday evening at 7 p.m at noi.org forward slash webcast where we will be having a special presentation on the most honorable elijah muhammad and also keep your ears open for the, our Holy Day of Atonement. We will be commemorating the 27th, 27th, yeah, it's been 27 years since 1995's Million Man March and Holy Day of Atonement. We will be commemorating that in our various cities. Keep your ears open, Holly Springs, for uh, the actual date and time. Uh, we will more than likely be gathering at our local mosque right there at 165 North Memphis Street in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Uh, the community is invited out to uh, celebrate with us the commemoration of a historical event that oftentimes during uh, Black History Month, we either like, we just love to overlook it, forget it, not even talk about it, even though it was the most impressive and uh, some other superlatives I could use, but I'm not going to go there of black men in the history of this country. They tried to downplay it to 400,000 while they had the technology and knew full well that it was way more than 400,000 men on that mall. They know for a fact, the National Park Service, they know for a fact that it was well over 1.4, and some estimates are up to two. In fact, it was two million men that showed up on October 16th, 1995. So this coming October 16th, just a few days from today, we will be commemorating and celebrating the 27th anniversary of the Million Man March Holy Day of Atonement. Also, be reminded of the new date of the Prison Reform Gala. Uh, we're not going to be there November the 5th, okay? 
We've had to push the date out to December 17th. We will be on other business on November the 5th. In fact, uh, well, I won't go into that announcement. Just suffice it to say, the date has changed for the prison, student prison reform ministry, uh, prison reform gala being organized by my brother and friend and those who are his helpers, and I am certainly on the helping side of making that happen and happen and facilitating and uh, publicizing and making sure our listening audience and anybody within earshot of me are made aware of the Prison Reform Gala that's going to be taking place in Holly Springs, Mississippi, uh, at the Multipurpose Center at 235 North Memphis Street on December 17, 2022. More information, we'll, uh, you can hit us up here at the Mississippi on the Move podcast, and you can go to the Facebook page of Kenneth Muhammad or myself, and we will certainly direct you. Make sure you get your tickets. They're going quickly. They're going quickly. They are limited. And those are the announcements. We're going to get into tonight's program, Hail Elijah. We should get to know him, and we will be right back after these commercial announcements. Worldwide, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download the Final Call radio app and take us everywhere. On your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also log on to FinalCall.com and click the Listen Live button. Or FinalCallRadio.com. Final Call, Final Call Radio. The official voice of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. What's your source for truth in news reports? No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. Where do you turn for non-corporate-driven news that's fair and balanced? Subscribe to the Final Call News, your number one free and independent news source that delivers hard-hitting national and international news coverage of today's political, economic, and social issues. To subscribe to local home delivery, call us at area code 662-252-8999. That's 662-252-8999. Visit our website at www.finalcall.com. Indulgence Bath and Body Boutique. At Urban Indulgence, we pride ourselves on offering quality, effective skin care. Handcrafted with plant-based skin-loving ingredients, our soaps and body butters will give you luxurious lather and ultimate moisture. Experience the Urban Indulgence at 3314 Poplar Avenue in Memphis, three blocks west of Poplar Plaza, or shop with us online at theurbanindulgence.com. Theurbanindulgence.com. Oh, oh, oh. I come in peace. 
I don't mean you know, I don't mean you know. Uh, see, I come in peace, ain't nobody I am hurting. Except my enemies, but for my brothers, I am working. Cause the powers that be wanna see this while they're lurking. We're both making our peace, but different food we are serving. See, mine is for the fork, adding substance to the fork. And yours is for the court, doing chores for the pork. We're both under pressure, getting burnt by this 33rd degree. So why on earth you wanna smoke me? It's your brother. And we are back live at the Mississippi On The Move podcast. Once again, I am your brother, Abdul Shahid Muhammad, and we're going to get into tonight's program where we will be discussing really the cover headline of this week's edition, the Final Call newspaper, Hail Elijah. We should get to know him. That's not what the headline says. That subtitle is mine. And it's really based on a book that was put together and published by one of the research team members of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, student minister Demetric Muhammad. You should really go and read the article. Get that newspaper now, just like we just said. Get your Final Call newspaper. Get the digital edition or get it home delivered. And go and you will see, of course, the article uh, written by student minister Demetric Muhammad, and he has a book of the same title that's full of uh, those who recognize, and you would be shocked at the who's who's list of people who admire, love, and respect the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam and the work that we do. You would really be surprised. And also I may add that uh, student minister Demetric Muhammad is a native son of the great state of Mississippi. So um, I think it's a wonderful article and it's a wonderful book uh, that he has published and compiled of those who have spoke very, very positively of the work and the uh, transformative power of the message of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, both black and white. Okay, for those that may want to call in and be a part of tonight's program, you can call in. Give us a call, 901-877-4478. That's 901-877-4478. We'll get you in if you want to just give and share some of your thoughts and experience uh, experiences. Uh, as it relates to your exposure, how you've benefited from being exposed to the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, as taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who is still among us, and his students, ministers across the country, uh, striving hard, hard to share this message. But let's begin. It's interesting to me that, and before I say that, let me give you a quote from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. That's also mentioned in this article. Abu Louis Farrakhan said of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he said, it hurts me that the people honor the students and cover the great teacher of us all, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. There would not be a Louis Farrakhan if I had not met and fell in love with and determined to follow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, end quote. It's an excerpt from the book, Hail Elijah Hallelujah or Hallelujah by student minister Demetric Muhammad. And this is so very true of those of us, and it's certainly my sentiment. I would not be or enjoying the quality of life and the great, great benefit that I have enjoyed and continue to enjoy and the benefit that I continue to experience had I not met 
and fell in love with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because he has the mind and is pushing the same program and teaching of his father, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And there are many, 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 many others like myself who share the same sentiment. But that's a quote from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And frankly, brothers and sisters, we as a people, you know, we we continue to really miss and overlook or just plain old not see the extreme importance and uh, value of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We, we really don't, and that's really by design. Uh, in fact, I find it interesting as a student of Scripture that the Old Testament of the Bible closes in the fourth chapter of the book of Malachi with God telling us, and it, it says something like, quote, uh, where is it? I'll pull it up so I can quote it. It says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, and he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now, that's how the Old Testament closes. But then you open the New Testament with, you know, the, with Jesus. But it's also interesting that while on the cross, Jesus says these words, Eli, Eli, lama sabatini. And the soldiers at the foot of the cross says he calls for Elijah. Isn't that something? Why is Jesus calling for Elijah? Mm-hmm. Just a thought to lay on your minds. But I find that interesting. In fact, each of the three major monotheistic or Abrahamic faith traditions, they expect a man named Elijah the end of this world system of things. Yes, both or all Muslims, Christians, as well as Jews, they expect a man, Elijah, at the end of this world system of things. There is both a historic and a prophetic Elijah. Of course, there's a prophetic Elijah and there's a historic Elijah. As I just quoted the scripture, it says, I will send you. That's future. Elijah and going into the New Testament. Elijah is mentioned in the Old Testament historically, but there is a prophecy of a prophetic Elijah that is to come. It's clear to me, at least, and I must say this to us, and uh, whether you all mind it or not, and I'm not just being, you know, mean about it or anything, but it's clear to me, brothers and sisters, that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad has been purposefully left out of mainstream scholarship and discussion of black history, uh, our advancement and our accomplishments. It's interesting that really every black history month, he is conspicuously missing from the pantheon of black men and women who struggled on our behalf. He's, you know, it's, it's like, they just, okay, we'll, and he's not, even mentioned in the discussions among our own people. None of the accomplishments or the advancements in his contributions, his great contributions, work of reform amongst our people, and the immeasurable, I mean, positive impact, I would say, and the benefit that black America still enjoys to this day through the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as a result 
of the work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, oftentimes we really just outright ignore it. And, you know, and whether we want to agree or, or acknowledge it or not, because we take this posture, it leaves the door open for our enemies to propagate and push a false narrative about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, you know, and because that false narrative is, you know, quite pervasive and prevalent. Uh, many of our people, when you mention the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, you know, we kind of look askance at him or look at him through jaundiced eyes. Uh, and, and even as the 27th anniversary of the Million Man March approaches, as I said moments ago, the uh, Million Man March and the Holy Day of Atonement approaches, you will find mainstream scholarship that will either ignore it or criticize it in a destructive way. You know, well, what did it benefit? But it's interesting that the march on, 19, on Washington in 63 is still talked about during Black History Month. But the more recent Million Man March, and not getting into co to comparison, but it dwarfed in terms of presence, participation, really in truth, and effect, you know, on the consciousness of our people. It's not talked about, you know, it's, you know, it's marginalized, if you will. I would really liken our ignorance of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's messianic work. It's kind of messianic like, yeah, I use the word, you know, it, our ignorance of his messianic work. I would liken it unto a song that Mahalia Jackson sang. You know, it came to my mind a little earlier. So I looked it up. See, yeah, I remember that song. And the song lyric went like this, sweet little Jesus boy, they made you be born in a manger, sweet little holy child. We didn't know who you were, didn't know you came to save us, to take our sins away. Our eyes were blind, we could not see, we didn't know who you were. So it is with the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, but our eyes were blinded by somebody who wanted to assign the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and his work to the dustbin of history until one faithful servant of his and follower and student of his stood up in 1977 after reading a work from his brother, Minister Jabril Muhammad, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan stood back up and began to rebuild the work of his father, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and look where we are today with the work of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And whether we acknowledge it or not, we got to bear witness. When we really want to know what's going on in the world, we tune in to wherever the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is or speaking. We draw, we make a beeline to where he is when something significant happens in the world and we know an upcoming speech by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is about to happen you see us showing up because we want to know what does the minister has to say about this he's sought after by world leaders and that's because of the teaching of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad he has actually embodied them so we're going to get into it a little further. I want to take a little time out to welcome those that have tuned in to the Mississippi on the Move podcast, my ever-supportive queen and life partner. Yeah, she's my life partner. 33 years I've been with this sweet woman, 
Sister Shahida Muhammad, that's my wifey. Thank you for tuning in, hon. We got my brother Quentin X on and others are on, coming on uh, as we continue to move into tonight's program. It's about 7.30, and we're going to get into uh, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, Hail Elijah. What is it about him? Too few of us uh, know how broad uh, his influence, the scope of his influence in the world, and that scope and that influence is still expanding. I want to read a quote uh, from one Jewish professor, professor that uh, was lifted, also lifted by student minister Dmitri Muhammad is listed in this article or written in this article. The Jewish professor, his name is Mark Dolinger, Dolinger. And he said these words about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He said, quote, despite, despite the nation of Islam's political marginalization. Hmm, he admitted that we were politically marginalized. I wonder who brought that about. But he says, despite the nation of Islam's political marginalization, American Jewish committee officials still feared Muhammad. Now, wait a minute. What did they fear about him? Here's a man who says that he was taught by God for three and one half years. I'm letting that sink in. And the wisdom that he taught to this very day, for those that know it and have been exposed to it, has not been defeated. Just like the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan today. They called the Honorable Elijah Muhammad a lot of things, but they never called him a liar. They disagreed. They called what he taught black supremacy. They called it hate teaching. They called it all kinds of stuff, but they never called it a lie. The FBI set about trying to find the man that taught the most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, but they couldn't find him. They tried to uh, ascribe another name and identity, a person to his identity, Wallace Dodd Ford, unsuccessfully. The records and their own records show that they lied. So who is this man that taught the most honorable Elijah Muhammad? He taught him the measurements of our planet in the 1930s when America was still in a, technologically speaking, a horse and buggy nation. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad was being given the speed at which light travels, 186,000 miles per second, the speed at which sound travels, 1,120 feet per second. He was given the measurement, the square mileage of the earth, 196,940,000 square miles. He was given the square mileage of the land, 57,255,000 square miles. In 1930s, they didn't have the accuracy of technology to take and make those measurements. And the scriptures teach that upon the coming of God, particularly in the book of Habakkuk, it said he stood and measured the earth. So who taught the Honorable Elijah Muhammad that gave him the wisdom that it impacted and actually modernized America? Yes, it did, because once they found what he was teaching, they seized what he was teaching and studied it, studied what he was taught about the atom, 
or the atom, I should say, studied what he was taught about the deportation of Moon, which gave them the idea to even go there. Yes, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. But let me continue with what Mr. Dolinger said. He continues, he says, his charismatic personality, willingness to confront racism in the most dramatic rhetorical terms, and ability to inspire even non-believing African-American listeners concerned Jewish leaders. Why are they concerned with what he was teaching? He was teaching us to clean up our lives. He was teaching us to stay away from ruckus or raunchous living and licentious lifestyles and alcohol and the consumption of drugs and the neglect of our health, the neglect of our women and children and families, taught us not to carry weapons, not to be the aggressor, don't fight with people. But he taught us, don't turn no other cheek. He taught us to fight with those who fight with us. But he taught us to be upstanding citizens, even in the incarceration environment where they uh, unjustly incarcerated him. He taught those who were locked in the prison to be the model prisoner. And to the, this day, that is our teaching. In our prison reform ministry, as we talked about the gala that's coming up, we teach brothers in the lockup, man, be the model prisoner. Self-improvement is the basis for community development. Prison is the place that you are supposed to go and correct your behavior. So we offer to men and women in the institutions of America, the prisons throughout America, we offer to them our 21 study guide course entitled Self-Improvement. And there's a 22nd study guide that's about to be published. And the benefit, and those who bear witness to the benefit that they have gotten and continue to get from the study guides of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that came and was birthed out of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm, just think about it. Mr. Dollinger continues. He said they feared Muhammad, or concerned, excuse me, concerned Jewish leaders. The Nation of Islam leader they feared could earn the respect of his black audiences even if they chose not to join his movement. And we see that to this very day. I can't remember the city. It just came to my mind. A brother is doing a mural of uh, a black history mural. Let me see if I can find it because I know it's, in the, it's either in this issue of the final call or the previous issue. But the city officials are angry at the fact that he painted the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan into the mural on a wall that they commissioned him to do. And there we have again a member of the Jewish community take issue with who we celebrate and who we see as important figures and prominent figures and noteworthy figures among our own people that we want to include in the pantheon of those who struggle for liberation for us. So they are trying to decommission the brother, not to pay him and not continue to fund it and to defund it because they don't want the minister's picture there. But they say, we teach hate. That is some hatred. 
That is raw hatred. And the excuse is, well, his virulent anti-Semitism. No, it's your virulent anti-blackness. Because even in the face of the positive effect, the salvific effect that the nation of Islam and the teaching of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the presence of the Muslims, even in our communities, that members of the Jewish community, and I say members, so I don't want you all to say that I'm talking about the whole community. It's members. Like Jesus says, those who say that they are Jews and are not. He was specific. Okay? When we had contracts, the NOI security, it was members of the Jewish community that worked, even though the effect that the brothers were having in the communities, ridding it of the, the I mean, the drug traffic and the crime where the children could come out and play again. They didn't care nothing about that. They just did not want the nation of Islam to benefit off of the work that we were doing in our community and to have the effect and influence among our people that we would be respected. It's the same today. And just like Mr. Dolinger, and he's Jewish in his own words, he said the nation of Islam leader they feared, he's talking about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, could earn the respect of his black audiences, even if they didn't choose to join the movement. So why is it that they don't want certain leaders among our people to be respected by the rest of our people? I want you all to think about that. Do we do that to other groups where we seek to douse the attractive influence of white, Asian, Hispanic leaders who are good for their people and are benefiting their communities? Do we set about trying to stifle or demagnetize them and their influence? No, we don't do that. But that's done to us as a people. And it continues to this very day. So that's the quote from Mr. Dolinger. You know, and most of us really, we would be surprised getting back to Hail Elijah and those who celebrate and admire, you know, the work of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam, and even to this day, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and those who strive hard to help him in this mission of the resurrection of the dead, as it is called in Scripture. Yes, that's what it is. Go to your local mosque and learn more about that. Those in Holly Springs, come by eight, eight, eight uh, excuse me, I'll fix and say eight. Uh, dang, I forgot the address of Moss 55, 873 Vance Avenue. That's what I was about to say for those in Memphis. But those in Holly Springs, come by 165 North Memphis Street to learn more about the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, as I just stated. But we would be surprised at the number of noteworthy and high-profile celebrities and influential, influential people who went, uh, as our brother writes on record, to document and express their respect, admiration, and love for the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam. Yes, we would we would really, really be surprised. And I'm going to go to uh, Brother Demetrius' article because I want to, to lift uh, some of the names and quotes from those who uh, he mentioned that admired the work and respected the work of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. 
And, you know, and as I think about it, I may should go into a little bit of his history, but I'll go ahead and go to those who went on record talking about the great work of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and get into more why we really need to get to know him. We really need to get to know him. And as I scroll down to this particular article, let's continue in the final call. Now, as our brother writes, he mentions several names. Uh, and one of the names he mentions is the Mexican farm worker and the leader, uh, Cesar, Cesar Chavez, when he said these words of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He said, quote, we told our people it's got to be done like the Muslims do it. It's got to be done person to person. Of all the movements we know of, we have a lot of respect for you because you have a lot of people doing things. So he saw the value of how the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was uniting us as a people. Also, Black Panther Party leader Huey P. Newton, excuse me, said, said, I came in contact with the black Muslims. I was very impressed with Malcolm X and Malcolm X's program or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's program that Malcolm X followed. So he specified. The program was, was like a 10-point program. Matter of fact, our program was structured after and patterned after the black Muslim program. See, that's a little tidbit that oftentimes we leave out. Huey P. Newton bore witness. said their 10-point program was fashioned after the Muslim program that still can be found on the back page of the Final Call newspaper. So go and compare the two. There are many who respected and, and uh, patterned their work after the work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. One uh, Mr. Roy Ennis, he said, I have learned a lot in terms of ideology from the messenger and a lot about organizational technique from the Muslim organization. Another of the Muslims' innovations we intend to copy in core. Yeah, that's who Roy Ennis is. Core, Congress for Racial Equality. To copy in core is a disciplined army similar to the fruit of Islam. It is necessary and important for our kind of organization to maintain the total in integrity of the organization. Huh, ain't that something? Mr. Otis Redding said also, listen to what Otis Redding said. Some may remember, and the young ones may not remember, but Otis Redding. Otis Redding said, black entertainers ought to get together and form a union or something so we can protect ourselves and get back some of the money we've been making for Whitey. See, he's speaking to how, you know, the entertainment industry used to rob our great ones. They put a movie out not too long ago. Our sister Beyonce played in it called Cadillac Records, and it talked about Howling Wolf and how many, some were Jewish, Promoters and managers robbed black entertainers of the wealth that they gained from their talent. Ain't that something? Otis Redden continues. He said, Whitey works the brothers to death. 
the voice speaking belongs to internationally known rhythm and blues artist Otis Redding, our brother writes. Ain't that something? Otis Redding continued. He said these words. He said, I read message to the black man and gave it to a whitey. These are Otis Redding's words. Now, y'all don't get offended. I'm just quoting what Mr. Redding said at the time. That's what the language they used at the time. And do you know that fool read it? He didn't say anything. He just looked at me. Well, he didn't have to say anything because he knows he's the devil, Otis Redding asserted. He said, I don't see why all Negro singers don't own their own publishing companies. It doesn't cost much. Whitey is the publisher of all the songs, and he gets everything, end quote. That's Otis Redding. And there are many others. James Baldwin spoke positively. Professor Hubert Berg and many, many others. Stokely Carmichael, the Muslim international Abdul Latif Kwasi. Of course, Imam Waridin Muhammad. You should get the book, Hail Elijah, Hallelujah, by our brother and friend, student minister, Demetri Muhammad, and read for yourself some of the prominent ones who admired the work, and there are white ones, even Bruce Willis. Now, I, I, I read somewhere where Bruce Willis said, if I was black, I would be with Farrakhan. Yes. So, as we go into this, I want to just go into some of the historical background of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and we really should get to know him. And please uh, express your sentiments of how the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad has benefited you as taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I see we're online. Thank you all for tuning in. Man, thank you all for tuning in. I'm getting a phone call in here. Let me see what's going on. Uh, let me see. I'm going to put him on. I'm going to sneak him on. Assalamu alaikum. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. You're live on the Mississippi on the Move podcast. You calling in tonight, oh, huh? I'm at the fire station, brother. I'm sorry. I was thinking. <laughs> well, you on now. Everybody hear you. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum, family. Wa alaikum salam, they're saying. Man. This is our brother, James Muhammad, the student minister of the South Haven Study Group. She's live on Mississippi on the Move, brother. We're talking about Hail Elijah. See you out there putting out fires. You all right? I'm doing fine, brother. I actually was calling you, giving your advice on a flyer, but hey, <laughs> brother Shaheed Muhammad, brother Andre Muhammad is a manifestation of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And so are you, we, brother. We go back a long way. We have come from the same lifestyle, the same high school, the same neighborhood. That's right. And we ran we ran into the same man, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, yes. and we're walking the same path. That's right, my brother. Praise God <laughs> to Allah. And our lives have improved exponentially since coming in contact with the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Brother, I, I had to just go ahead and put you on the air, man, and uh, the audience is listening. This is Student Minister James Muhammad, one of the many students and helpers of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. He's working out of South Haven, Mississippi, with the South Haven Study Group. Brother, we're going to have to get you on as a guest one of these Thursday evenings. How about that? Oh, praise it due to a lot. Well, you all see what type of relationship we have because I just, <laughs> I needed help with something. I just 
I'm gonna call Brother Andre, get his advice. <laughs> brother Shahi, excuse me, brother. That's and and right. that's a and that's a habit I have. That's how long we've been knowing each other. Since children. So we thank uh, and I thank Allah for him getting his holy name. <laughs> and and also while I'm on air, I'm gonna thank you, brother. The brother gave us some counseling yesterday on marriage. Yes, and it was beautiful counseling. Yes. Sir. And I sat there and I thought it's always beautiful to turn to someone to uh, get counseling, someone who loves you, someone who have your, be- your best interest yes, at heart. Sir. So I thank you for a brother. So I'm going to let you all get oh, on and do what you do. Yes, sir. As-salamu alaykum, family. Love you all. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Thank you for calling, brother. That was our brother and friend, student minister, James Muhammad. He didn't know I was going to put him on the air. I said, uh-huh. He didn't call. I got the phone set for a guest calling in. And he's a public servant. And that's just one of the many testimonies that are out there of how the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan has so positively impacted our lives whereby we should get to know him, but not just from uh, an academic, if you will, or a media perspective. There's some scriptural relevance, prophetic relevance to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. In fact, one of the most difficult things for human beings to have accept, to accept, one of the most difficult things that has been for them to accept as we go through and reflect on Scripture is the fact that God would raise a messenger from among them in their lifetime. See, it's easy today. To say you believe in the prophets of old, the Old Testament and the New Testament. But the people of their day did not take them to be who we believe them to be today. People didn't believe that Noah was a prophet of God. They laughed at Noah. They thought Noah was a madman. People didn't take Jeremiah. and They didn't even take Jesus. They said he did his work by the power of Beelzebub. Yes, very few people. There was always a few, but the most of the people of the days that the prophets walked the planet and among human beings, they didn't see them as such. It wasn't until after they were off the scene that most of the people went, wow, that was a servant of God. So the scripture says, a prophet is not without honor except in his own household. And I say that because it is his own people who are the most rejecting of him. His own people. That's why the Bible says that a prophet is not without honor except in his own household. And so it is today with the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan as it was with the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. People abroad see more value in these men than we, his own and their own people do. Yes, there are people abroad that marvel at the work of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, that call for his help, that will pay him to come and service them the way he's servicing us. So he's not without honor except for really among us. But the great number of us are fast, fast awakening, awakening, I should say, 
to the truth that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is teaching. Now, let me get back to thanks uh, to our brother, brother, student minister, James Muhammad, for calling in to tonight's program, which he really didn't intend to do. He was really calling in to get some advice. But look, 34 years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation, is when the most honorable Elijah Muhammad was born as we are about to commemorate his birth anniversary on October 7th. He was born in 1897 in Sandersville, Georgia. Now the exact date of his birth really remains unknown because the record keeping in rural Georgia at the time, you know, you know there are some graves in here, Norwood Cemetery, and, but they didn't really just mark your grave and they didn't keep records about when you were born as a black person. So the exact date of the birth of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad is really not known. That's interesting. The exact date. Somebody else's exact date of birth is not known. But at any rate, start out drop that lug out there. But the descendants of slaves, you know, they, they just didn't keep our records. So according to historians and family members, they told us that. But nevertheless, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad he said his birth took place sometime in the first or second week of October in 1897 and set forth October 7th as the anniversary of his birth date. And life in the rural South was really hard. It was poverty stricken. And this was what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad experienced. And at that time, his name was Elijah Poole. And he grew up the son of a minister and his parents were, William and Mary Pooled. Uh, his father later took the name Wali. And of course, his mother kept the name Marie, which is another name or variation of the name Mary or Mariam. They had 12 children. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad Elijah Pooled then had to quit school. He barely finished his third grade to work in the fields as a sharecropper. So just so his family could eat. And that's the humble beginning of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He didn't finish the fourth grade. He finished the third, barely finished it. And as the roaring twenties came, he married uh, Clara Evans, also of Georgia. And who became of course, mother Clara Muhammad and just perusing through the history. And I'm reading from a document that gives a historical bio sketch of the life of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. But I want to take note here that he, according to our writing that you can find on our website, barely finished the third grade. Now here's a man that was not trained or educated by the institutions and learning institutions of this world. He had to quit working the fields as a sharecropper to feed his family. And he said when he found or when Master Far Muhammad found him and when the teaching found him, he was so deep in the mud, only his eyeballs were showing. Meaning he was so deep in a life that most of us were steeped in. You know, riotous living and drinking and smoking and the like. That only his eyeballs were out, were exposed. But he heard a, a message, a man that only had four years of formal education, heard a message, the wisdom of which he accepted, and he was handpicked by his teacher 
to be the representative of that teaching at this time, at that time, and now. And he has a representative among us today. But my point is a man that only had three and a half, four years of formal education was taught a wisdom. And that wisdom to this day cannot be defeated. So he didn't get what he taught from the Ivy League schools or any of the institutions of higher learning of this world. Yet this world can't defeat the wisdom found in his teachings. So the question is still, who taught him? Uh, Very interesting. So he has penned several books. Here's a man now, keep in mind, only three, right at four years of formal education. He writes message to the black man in America. Very profound book. He writes the fall of America at a time when America at his zenith, was at her zenith. He talked and said that the dollar would fall at a time when the dollar was the most powerful currency on the world market. Well, where is it today? Mm. Go and get the book, The Fall of America. He wrote the book, Our Savior Has Arrived. Speaking of his teacher, he wrote the books, How to Eat to Live, books one and two that scientists today bear witness that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's intermittent fasting is what they call it. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was taught by God how to eat, the hours of the day to eat, how many times to eat, what foods to eat. I think the scriptures talk about a man coming who would tell us what foods to eat and what foods to store in our homes. So now today's scientists are bearing witness to the value of how to eat to live, although they will not give credit to where they got it from. But I was on the Internet one day and saw a little little white lady. And I'm like, wow, wow. And she's holding up how to eat to live. And she's giving demonstrations on how to use the Navy bean, the value of the Navy bean, and different ways of preparing the Navy bean. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the protein in the Navy bean is really all the protein we need. It's the best protein. In fact, it helps against radiation. Mm. It's a food, a staple of one of the branches of America's military. The small pink navy bean, not the big one, the small one. The small pinkish kind of uh, pastelish colored one, beige navy bean. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of those in my house right now. Maybe shouldn't have told y'all that. Y'all don't come for my beans, man. You're not going to get them. But the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is a man that we should get to know. Why did Jesus call out to Elijah on the cross? Why did he, in the Roman soldiers, bore witness? He was calling out to Elijah. It's interesting to me. But brothers and sisters, this is 
a human being that will prove to be one of, if not the most significant black man to come from the son of slaves in America. And I would even go as far as to say he would more than likely prove to be the most significant human being of our time or in the annals of history. Because this is the human being, one of them, but him particularly, is the human being that many of us are going to be surprised when we find out who he really is. And because who he really is goes to who we really are as black people. Because the issue and the argument and the fear that Mr. Dolinger spoke of that members of the Jewish community have of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is the fact that they have put forth a theological challenge as it relates to the identity of the real children of Israel and who are the seed of Abraham. Because if you remember, Jesus had a controversy with the Jews in the eighth chapter of John, verses 32 through 44. And in that controversy, the Jews claimed, claimed to be the seed of Abraham. Yes, they did. They even claimed God as their father. But first, Jesus agreed with them. I know you are Abraham's seed, but... He said, you seek to kill me, a man that had told you the truth. But as you read into the exchange between Jesus and those members of the Jewish community, Jesus comes upon their real identity and states it matter-of-factly who they were. And he said, you are of your father, the devil. Jesus made a clear distinction between his father and their father. And I find it interesting that people don't have a problem with Jesus identifying a particular group of people as devils. But today we have a problem with it. And when you look up the word devil, in theology it's, devil is a wicked person. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when you study the book Bible, it depicts mystery Babylon as a habitation of devils of every kind. And I find it interesting that today's theologians, they bear witness that America is the fulfillment of of this mystery Babylon mentioned in scripture. This is what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad has been teaching and continues to teach through the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and we as his students are echoing that teaching. What we read of and what they feared about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's influence. It wasn't his charisma. It wasn't the fact that he could organize us and have us doing for self. No, they didn't want us to do this. But their greatest 
fear of him was that he would expose them as perpetrating a fraud as it relates to them saying that they were the seed of Abraham. Because Abraham's seed was prophesied to go into bondage. When God said to Abraham, know of a surety, Abram, that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and they shall serve them, and shall they shall afflict them for 400 years. Now, when you go to St. John chapter 8, when Jesus said to them, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Listen at their response now. How sayest thou we shall be made free, for we've been in bondage to no man? Now, you can't say you've never been in bondage in one breath and then in the same breath say that you are Abraham's seed who was foretold to go into bondage. Huh. So who are you really? And who are we really? Becomes the question. This is just the tip of the iceberg, dear brothers and sisters, on why we should really get to know the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I would venture to say to us today, the best way to get to know him today is to take a look and a good listen to his servant in our midst, the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So as Mr. Dolinger said, they feared the nation of Islam leader could earn the respect of his black audiences even though they chose not to join the nation. It ain't about choosing to join the nation. You're already a part of it because God has come as the scriptures teach in the same scripture I quoted. After that 400 years, God says, I will come and judge that nation that they shall serve. So, brothers and sisters, that's the crux of the fear of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. That's the crux of why he's always conspicuously absent during Black History Month as it relates to his accomplishments and his influence in black America. That's why there's great, great opposition to just the image of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan being part of a mural that's being commissioned. It is the message in their mouth and the truth of that message, particularly of the identity of those who have claimed to be Abraham's seed and are not. <coughs> that is referring to black people in America who have been in bondage in America for 400 years. We are the people of whom the scriptures speak. We are the people of whom the most honorable Elijah Muhammad has been teaching that we are the real children of Israel. We are the descendants or the seed of Abraham that is mentioned in biblical scripture. That is just a plain old truth. So, brothers and sisters, we're going to take another quick break. And we're going to come back to you. Don't you worry. We're going to come back and we're going to land the plane. So don't fret. We're going to come back. And we'll be right back after these messages. 
together and just fight for these dividends. Sha, look, do you want your own demise? Do you know that this is all by design? What you think is a coincidence to all around the world? We're the biggest ones dying and we're filling up the jails and still we own nothing, not the clothes on our back. And we go through all the suffering for the fact that we are black, even though we lack, we hate all the time. Open your eyes, you uncultured swine. They're killing off our leaders just for trying to take action. From Malcolm to Martin, Marley to Jackson, Marcus to Malachi, Elijah, Muhammad. All that's left is Jesus, the righteous is coming. Look, you boast about them grinds that you're making Start up a business, bake if you're caking Stop giving your money, time and life to this devil Salute that G and just honor that rebel I say assalamu alaikum Walaikum salam I come in peace I don't mean you no harm I say assalamu alaikum Walaikum salam I come in What's your source for truth in news reports? No justice! No peace! No justice! No peace! Where do you turn for non-corporate-driven news that's fair and balanced? Subscribe to The Final Call News, your number one free and independent news source that delivers hard-hitting national and international news coverage of today's political, economic, and social issues. To subscribe to local home delivery, call us at area code 662-252-8999. That's 662-252-8999. Visit our website at www.finalcall.com. The Urban Indulgence Bath and Body Boutique. At Urban Indulgence, we pride ourselves on offering quality, effective skin care. Handcrafted with plant-based, skin-loving ingredients, our soaps and body butters will give you luxurious lather and ultimate moisture. Experience the Urban Indulgence at 3314 Poplar Avenue in Memphis, three blocks west of Poplar Plaza, or shop with us online at theurbanindulgence.com. Theurbanindulgence.com. Worldwide, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download the Final Call Radio app and take us everywhere. On your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also log on to FinalCall.com and click the Listen Live button. Or FinalCallRadio.com. Final Call, Final Call Radio. The official voice of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. We're back live with the Mississippi on the Move podcast. Again, I am your brother Abdul Shaheed Muhammad. Flying solo tonight. My brother Kenneth is on the road with my sis. Sister Coretta, please, y'all be careful, safe travels to the both of them that Almighty God Allah will bless them to reach their destination safely and return home safely and be protected wherever they are and wherever they may be. We're back. We're going to we're talking about tonight the really the cover issue of this week's edition of the Final Call newspaper, Hail Elijah. And we should get to know him and we really, really should get 
to know the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad built uh, what many describe as the most progressive black organization in America. I mean, that's, that's how it's uh, characterized and described. And many have given their view of the work and impact of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, his teaching and his presence. In fact, if you just get the book he wrote, Message to the Black Man, uh, on the back of it, Reader's Digest. That was, used to be an old magazine. I don't, I don't even think it's in print anymore, but I remember back in the day it was one of very, very prominent uh, little uh, magazine or periodical people would read, and I can't remember how often it was published. But Reader's Digest said this of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It says, they said, this mild-looking man is the most powerful black man in America. Now, we, don't pub we didn't publish Reader's Digest now, y'all, but this is what they said of him. The most powerful black man in America, he offers a new way of life. Muhammad prompts even his severest critics to agree when he says he attacks traditional reasons the Negro race is weak. I see white America and white scholarship wanted to say that we were just naturally, you know, weak or inferior. They wrote books called the bell curve. Why blacks couldn't, you know, quite as in their words, measure up scholastically, if you will, to our white counterparts. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad dispelled all of that when he unveiled their historic mistreatment and stripping of literally the mind of black people in the slave breaking and making process, when they stripped us of any remembrance of the knowledge of ourselves. In fact, in the book of Psalms, the 83rd Psalms talks about that. What David the psalmist said, keep not silent, O Lord, hold not thy peace for those that hate thee have lifted up their head. They make a tumult and have said, come, let us take crafty counsel against your hidden ones. Come, let us cut them off from being a people that Israel will be no more in their remembrance. Meaning that they were going to cut off a people to the point to, that who they once were would no longer be in their consciousness. Find me another people that's like black people. And you hear people say, well, black people ain't the only people that's been enslaved. Yeah, that's true. We're not the only people that experienced that, but we are the only people that went into slavery with a name, with a language, with a culture, with folkways and mores, with a religion, and came out of that experience with none of those things intact not even our language. And we can't speak a word of our original tongue. In fact, we got to go do DNA tests to find out where in Africa we came from. Isn't that something to those that would like to say that? On the back of this book, look what the New York Times Magazine said about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It says, alone, of all the Negro leaders, I take issue with that word, but I understand that's their thought process at the time. All of the Negro leaders, Elijah Muhammad 
I'm sorry, alone of all the Negro leaders, Elijah Muhammad has a vivid awareness of the vital need of a new birth in any drastic human transformation. And he alone mastered the technique of staging a new identity. It is worth remembering that what Elijah Muhammad is doing to the Negro is, in a sense, what America has done to the immigrant from Europe. Ain't that something? Even Jet Magazine got in on what they thought of the value of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Listen at what he says, or Jet Magazine said. It says, Muhammad, a master psychologist. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Pause. They're calling a man who only had four years, completed the third grade, four years of formal education. They refer to him as a master psychologist, but he didn't matriculate from any of their learning institutions. So what is it about what God taught him that maybe we should give a bit more attention to that allowed him to attain to the level of perfection that he would be characterized by quote-unquote educated people as a master psychologist. Muhammad, a master psychologist, offers identification, definition, and belonging to all those who seek it, and in return gets a loyalty, obedience, and discipline which staggers the imagination. That's Jet Magazine. Cosmopolitan Magazine has something to say, too. They said Muhammad gives his followers that ineffable sense of being, sense of power that binds them together. And that's what Jagger Hoover never wanted. Never wanted unity among us. Never wanted any respectability among any black leadership. Even a former presidential assistant and former Harvard professor, Mr. Arthur J. Schlesinger, Jr., he said this in Esquire magazine of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He said, Muhammad's movement is unique in that it has thrived outside the Christian tradition and the Protestant community. White Americans has, have brought this on themselves, and the responsibility can't be evaded by attacking the Muslims. Ain't that something? That's just on the back of the book message to the black man in America. There's a quote from James Baldwin. I might as well give you that one as well. Mr. James Baldwin in his book, Fire the Next Time, he writes, Elijah Muhammad has been able to do what generations of welfare workers and committees and resolutions and reports and housing projects and playgrounds have failed to do. He has done all of these things which our Christian church has spectacularly failed to do. I know I can hear some of our brothers and sisters saying, we ain't failed. Well, well, we have not failed in the sense of making us a more usable tool of service in the economic, political, and so social construct of the dominant society. No, we haven't failed in that regard. But we have failed in the regard of facilitating the way for us to create our own economic, political, and social constructs 
that are free and independent of outside influence that we govern and run. We don't even own our black organizations that we say are ours. The NAACP is not ours. We don't fund it. We think our membership runs the NAACP. Let's be honest. Don't get offended. We don't own or run any of our organizations. We manage them, but they are funded by forces outside of our community. That's why back in 1993, when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was invited to the commemoration of the 1963 March on Washington, one Jewish man named Mr. David Saperstein sent a letter to the black leaders that they had given over $200,000 to help put on the march and told them, look, y'all can't invite Farrakhan. If y'all invite him, we're going to take our money back. Now, ain't that something? And this is the kind of, this is the same kind of slave-like relationships that many of our prominent black leaders have with members of the Jewish community and outside forces uh, of our community in 2022. The same thing is happening. So what is it? Why is it that what's wrong with black people doing for themselves? What's wrong with us controlling the economics and politics of our own communities like all other communities do? What is the matter with us being free and independent? What's the problem with it? Why can't the black man have his own car, his own grow his own food, build his own homes? Why can't we own our own multinational corporations? Why is it that when we get into big business, somebody always has to buy us out? They took BET. They took Soft Sheen. They bought us out. They don't want us free and independent. What is it? Who are we? that they continually do what they do. And they understand, brothers and sisters, that the influence of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, his teaching, as taught and represented today by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan, is that word that will raise us from the horrid condition that we are now stewing in and getting worse and worse because some of this falls on our shoulders because we have heard the truth, many of us, but we have rejected it because it has required of us to make changes to our thinking and behaviors that we don't want to make because we have fallen in love with ways of thinking and behaviors that we know are not conducive to building something for ourselves. In fact, we know that many of our behaviors are an offense to the God that we say we believe in. But we rationalize and justify those behaviors. Brothers and sisters, we are right at the end of tonight's broadcast. And I don't want to get away from here because I really wanted to uh, get into our cultural segment. I didn't want to get off the air tonight because I'm feeling some kind of grateful, very, very grateful for the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad as taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. In fact about it, I actually have a song that's entitled Grateful that I want to share with you for tonight's cultural segment. It's entitled Grateful. I wrote this song. It's by, written by 
yours, written, arranged, and performed by yours truly, Brother Abdul Shaheed. Uh, I wrote this song how long ago? About 2018. So four years ago, I wrote, recorded, and published this song. And it is an expression of gratitude to the man that came from the east to the west, Master Father Muhammad, and gratitude to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and to the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Y'all check it out. Here it is. It's entitled Grateful. some time to say that I'm really, really grateful that you'd come all this way to see about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were in our darkest night, yeah, they said we wouldn't see the light but you said you saw the way to change our nights into days and i just want to say that i i'm so grateful you heard our despairing cry now save You raise one up from among us. Example to the rest of us that if we'd hearken to his words, although we would last, we would soon be first. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then to go away, left a faithful one in your place, and you guide him from afar. Soon the world will know just who they are, but now I got to show that I'm so grateful. This love you've shown to me, yeah. I once was blind, but now I see, yeah. And I'm so grateful, yeah. If I lived a thousand years, couldn't thank you enough, enough, enough. So now I must stand with the one you left in your place, willing to die on the battlefield. The least that I can do to show my gratitude stands Reason my body a living sacrifice when you are the least that I can do Strong. Yeah. 
so, so grateful. Grateful. A faithful one you are. No equal to your star. Lord, I'm so grateful. Just talk about it, but I want to be about it. And if you're listening, ask yourself what you're going to do to show your gratitude. Oh, hey. You know, God hates his gratitude. Did you know that? Oh, Yes, that was Grateful by yours truly, your brother, Abdul Shahid Muhammad. That's on my last release entitled Arise and Shine. If you want more information on how you can get more of my music, I will be putting out links and and I'll, I'll give announcements on how to uh, get to iTunes and other uh, digital download platforms where you can find uh, some of uh, my music and the music of other artists uh, in the Nation of Islam. But anyway, that's going to do it for tonight's broadcast. Brothers and sisters, we certainly thank you for tuning in to the Mississippi on the Move broadcast. And as always, we leave you as we came before you with the greeting words of peace of Assalamu Alaikum. Mississippi on the
Mississippi. Mississippi. 